0: On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we discuss the true meaning of a bad loss. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And hey, welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we are discussing one of the things that I have been ranting, have been raving, have been warning you all about. We talk about a game that was if if you took everything that I warned lightning fans about over the last i mean it doesn't even have to be the last three four years it could be the last two months about or even the last two weeks about this lightning team it all came full circle last night and somehow somehow the lightning still still came out on top in a game that they did not even not have one sliver of deserving of winning this game. I'm talking about last night's game against the Ottawa Senators in which the Tampa Bay Lightning won 4-3 at home after coming off uh, a relatively good uh, road trip on the West Coast, one that I said it was going to be very important. And, you know, you would have liked to have seen Tampa go ahead and sweep that entire uh, series out in California. They won two out of three. That's fine. I'm completely fine with that. They en- They ended the road trip. Uh, with a win, and because this upcoming uh, stead at home is going to be very important for them, and they start off their their homestead against division foes, a team who I said on the Atlantic Division preview episode, a team I said who, if you close your eyes and don't come out and play a certain way, this team is going to beat you, and they're really not going to have to do much. It's And, and really what it comes to down to it, With Tampa is, and I tweeted this last night, is that this team makes mistakes or doesn't do things the right way. And I think what makes it more frustrating is that they repeatedly do this on a nightly basis and have been for pretty much the inception of this podcast. And they have and, – and I'm going to be – maybe I'm a little bit overcritical or maybe I'm being a little bit cruel. But the fact of the matter is is that this team has been overly lucky during the regular season and at certain points during the playoffs. uh, I guess one playoff series last year, if you really want to look at it, where this team was very lucky to, to – to, have opportunity still after some of the things that we saw them do in this game in that series. And that is the series against the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round, in which they inevitably did win that series uh in seven. Uh but last night was just you know, just when you think and, and maybe there's some lightning fans that feel that maybe I'm being a little bit overcritical. And that's fine. You're entitled to your the way you feel about this team, but you cannot you could not sit there and argue with me with a straight face and say that the, what we saw last night came out of the blue. If you do, then you haven't been watching this team for a long time. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm not here to criticize other other fans, but the fact of the matter is that this Lightning team looked like a bottom-dwelling team last night. And somehow, and this is, goes back to my point about them being overly, overly lucky over the last couple of seasons because, listen, you're going to have to come up and be lucky every now and then. Every now and then. Well, for the Lightning, it's more than just every now and then. Um, and to, to be as successful as they have in recent years and boy, where the Lightning... Were they lucky last night to have even had this game? They're lucky that Alex Debrinket, uh didn't have an incredible night last night. Alex DeBrinket, who we all know is very capable of scoring forty goals in the season, is very capable of not only hitting you for one, but also two. You have Brady Kachuk there on this on this Ottawa team as well, and and former Lightning player. Matthew Joseph, where I even said myself before the game, I said he's going to hurt us tonight, and he did. He did in, in one of the ways that we have seen him hurt other teams when he was wearing the blue and white uh, in, in Tampa as well. But listen, this, this team, I think one of the things that is very frustrating about last night, and I predict, I predict, because I've been watching, I've watched every single Lightning game since we started this show back in 2020 February of 2020 um this is our fourth season is this team going to learn anything from this wow i i firmly and you could tell from the post game pressers i'm sorry listen from some of the statements that i saw that were made by by some players and some some you know yes i mean steven stamkos after the game uh, he he made it made it very clear when Kachuk had that breakaway with seconds left. If that would have gone to the back of the net, you know, um, that would have you know that would have resulted in him getting another stick uh, from the bench. And and yeah, that, that I mean that's a regular reaction that you should have as a captain and should say. But you know, you should be more mad than that. I feel like certain. I feel like the major the majority mood with this game, and and John Cooper made a comment during his presser saying that this was a crazy game. No, this was not a crazy game. This was a terribly played game by your team. I don't see any frustration, and yeah, maybe John Cooper had some sort of meltdown in the in the dressing room prior or during uh post post game or or during the game between between the breaks between the periods, but. He, I understand that John Cooper maybe wants to keep things in house, doesn't want to bash his team in the pre, in, in the media. But if there was ever a time where you were going to bash your players and and hold them accountable to the public, you know, because there are other coaches in the league that do that almost on a nightly basis that are not shy about it, and then there's other players that. You really don't hear about it at all. There was ever a time where everyone was going to agree that, okay, that was deserved. It would have been this game. And quite frankly, it's a little alarming that we don't see more anger or maybe some embarrassment. And maybe now that we've had almost 24 hours to kind of mull over it, maybe in, you know, the next time if, if the media could talk to players, prior to their game tomorrow against the hurricane. Maybe we'll, we'll hear something about that um, prior or if, if the lightning go out and lose that game in spectacular fashion, my best bet is probably not, but I would have to say, you know, if there was ever a time and, and we had this conversation on a prior episode, if there was ever a time where lightning fans should be concerned or worried about the team, it should be now. Ironically, after a win, because that was by no stretch of the imagination, or or there is no debate, no no point that you could bring to me where you could say the Lightning deserve to win that game, and that was a you know we talk about bad losses here on the show from time to time, and and you know it's it's there's the 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 old saying a bad loss and a high, and a and a bad win. This was a bad win you know and and i was kind of asking myself a couple of weeks ago after lightning lost you know when when are we going to see a very bad bad win because i i can't remember the last time i've ever seen one in sports well we saw it we saw it but yeah the lightning fans i i know i'm always worried about this team especially just how they play how about how they handle how they respond on a nightly basis to poor performances or mistakes that they have made constantly. I am worried for this team because you have two, three very good teams coming into your building over the course of the week. Uh, Carolina tomorrow, Buffalo this weekend, and then you got Connor McDavid, arguably the best player on the planet right now. Uh, coming in your building next Tuesday. All I'm saying is that this Lightning team needs to get it together, or this team. You know, we spoke about last week how it's very important to get themselves going on this West Coast trip. Well, it's very important that the Lightning play good hockey over the next over the next week, or they are going to be utterly embarrassed. Embarrassed, they're going to be the laughingstock of the NHL because that game. If you didn't check Twitter you should you should check to see some of the comments that were made and they were all 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 deserved. So we'll talk more about this game. Uh I mean the the big elephant in the room, the power play just absolutely brutal last night. We'll talk about that. Uh but first I want to talk about this episode sponsor and that is bet online. Now bet online is your number one source for your, all your betting needs with football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel and go ahead and hit us up on our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And please go ahead, hit subscribe if you're following us on YouTube and also on an audio platform. So that's we are available everywhere. So that's Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever they're putting out podcasts. We are there. Go hit that notification button so as, as soon as the newest episode drops, you are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, all our social media handles are down below, so go ahead and do that. And hit up a comment below. Let me know, how did you feel about last night's game? Do you have a dirty taste in your mouth? Because I do. I I just, I was almost embarrassed to be someone that roots for this team last night. Because, you know, I, I, I don't like to use that word a lot. I, maybe I do a little bit more. Maybe I'm a little bit more Cavalier with that than maybe I should be. Uh, but that was an embarrassing game. I mean, a, an embarrassing display of offense last night by Tampa, who is supposedly and, and really should be. I mean, given all their indifferences on the roster and their lines, they should be still one of the top teams in the league offensively. But – man, it it just seems like this team gets worse and worse and worse on the power play. And I have never seen a coach or heard a coach such as John Cooper, who listen, I have really held off on the criticism on Coop. I still think he's a phenomenal coach. I still think that there, are, but there 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 are things that this team needs to work on glaring issues that need to be addressed that haven't been addressed uh this season last season pick your season not not much has changed yeah this team buckles down around the playoffs and that's great but let's 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 not play a certain way to where it's starting to become a nail biter where you're starting to look at this team and be like is this team going to make the playoffs and and be a first round bounce because that the way this team played last night uh if the playoffs started tomorrow, I would I would say this team would get swept. Now we are not even we are in the second month of the season. So yes, there is a lot that could be corrected. There is still a lot of time left for this team to get it together. But from someone who has seen and watched this team over the last couple of years, it's starting to become a pattern. And eventually, and as you saw last night, and as Brian Ingblom continuously said last night, and Dave Randorf echoed that as well, and this is obviously every team is going to do their homework, okay? Let's not sit here and, 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 and applaud the Ottawa Senators for doing something, catching up on stuff that the Lightning literally do every single night. Uh, the one thing the, the Lightning, you could always count on the Lightning being, is that is creatures of habit and these cross-ice passes, these passes to each other on the zone entry, these 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 offensive rushes during the power play on the man advantage. Every team sees it coming. It's nothing new that this team has been doing. This isn't something that the Lightning just started, you know, a couple of weeks ago or or, you know, this season and and you got to sit there and be amazed how how well the Ottawa Senators picked up on it. No, this is something that the Lightning have been doing for years now. And yes, it it, it worked out during 1920, 1819 uh, as well, and that's what made them one of the big, the the big bad Lightning and and definitely contributed to them winning back-to-back cups and going to a third straight final but you got to change it up. I've I've been talking about it on this on this podcast for the last four seasons. Change it up. Just because it works 3 or 4 times doesn't mean it's going to keep working, okay? Eventually teams are going to catch on to it, and they did last night, okay? Like set it, going up to going to Stamkos on every scoring opportunity. That's great. Listen, that that is something that has worked, you know, if it ain't fixed, don't break. Don't fi- if it ain't broke, don't fix it. See, this is how worked up I am. I, I can't even think of, of of the sayings. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But teams are gonna, as you could clearly see early on, Ottawa made it very clear they were not going to get beat by Stamkos last night, and Anton Forsberg played phenomenal. And I don't know if I hinted about it, and maybe I did on the crossover episode with the Ottawa Senators guys, locked on Senators guys. I spoke about how Anton Forsberg is very scary to me. How he is a goaltender? Yes, is is he in the conversation for for top three, even top five goaltender in the league? Absolutely not. But with the way the Lightning play and the way you know, because this 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 Senators team, they're not necessarily one of the more talented teams in the league. They're on the up and up, but what they do is they play smart. They play smart. They catch on to things, and you and you saw that plain and simple last night. And the Tam- and the Lightning did not adjust a single damn thing, and that resulted in going for one one for eight on the power play. Listen, I've spoken about it on this ep- on this podcast numerous times. Okay, going maybe two for five, one for three. That's excusable. I get it. You know, I don't expect this Tampa team or any team for that matter. To execute on to to come up with with goals on every single power play, but going one for eight with Steven Stamkos, with Braden Point, with Nikita Kucherov, with Ross Colton, the you know yeah the names might not be popping off the page as you go down the list of players on this team, but you still have guys who could execute, and I tweeted it. Off the surrogate, because I knew I knew it. If I, I wish there was a prop bet for this, I knew last night after the Sergachev goal to make it a tie game. I knew it that they weren't going to make more of an emphasis on the D-man core taking shots because why? Why do that? It, it seems as though the Lightning have the inability to change things up. If something works in a the game, they'll be like, eh. No, they, they they would rather set up Stamkos and Cooch and sometimes point. And by the way, uh, we'll talk about that in just a bit. Friggin' Braden Point, that that goal was unbelievable. And and what a great pass from, from Cooch on that. We'll talk about that to actually end, end the show because I want to end this on a good note. But that was an abysmal display of offense last night. You know, I, I've spoken about it numerous times on this show how things have not reached rock bottom for this team yet in terms of their inability to fix their mistakes to capitalize on things during the game the adjustments made in the middle of a game they don't do that you don't see that you don't see in-game adjustments from this hockey team you don't you really don't and and if you're at home Watching this on YouTube or on your phone, watch this on YouTube or listening to us on an audio platform, and you're shaking your set head. No, go to our YouTube page, comment below, let me know where when we saw an in-game adjustment from this team because I'm, I'm curious. Where where was there a moment in this game? Because listen, in my opinion, if I'm a player on Tampa and I see Sergachev, that that shot works. It may not work every single time, but it resulted in a goal. But yeah, Sergeyev had four shots last night, and that's perfect. That's great. But get the other guys involved. Okay? Get excuse me, get Cal Foot involved. Get Chernak involved, okay? And and I get it, Chernak was a little banged up last night. But when you and by the way, Cal Foot had no shots on goal last night. That that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And 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 that, that goes back on the coaching right there. That goes back on the coaches where they have to look at the stat sheet between periods and say, we got to get footy involved. Okay. Especially on a night when you're missing your top gun defender in Victor Hedman, you got to get all those guys as involved as possible. Listen, if the lightning would have, would have played the way they played last night, because listen, I'm going to say it right now. Basing your offense of Cal foot. I mean, basing your, your offense of, offensive production, just off of Nikita Kucherov, who we know is a notorious slow starter. Steven Stamkos, who, yes, is having a fantastic season to start, but I would like to see more diversity in the goal scorers. And, and Braden Point, who we're starting to see him start to get going, get things going. Great goal last night. But that is a recipe for disaster. If you have really none of your defensemen really getting involved, if, if we would have had every single defenseman last night at least have three shots i guarantee you i guarantee you there would have been there would have been a lot more goals scored okay cuz the chances were there the chances were 100% there but on the other side of that coin when you're turning off the when you're turning over the puck constantly you you're, you're digging yourself a hole i mean that that 5 on 3 that five that 5 on 3 and, and I I should have tweeted it out. I don't I don't want to be that guy. I really don't want to be over negative and over critical, especially in game and jinx this. You know, and I'll admit I was also saying you know if they score here, I'm going to get a ton of crap from all of you, rightfully so on Twitter. But I knew as soon as the Lightning went on the five on three, they were not going to score. And then on the other side of that, Matthew Joseph scoring a breakaway on that on 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 the uh, on the shorthand it. Uh, I mean, that was just – talking about full circle for him. I'm sure he enjoyed that uh, scoring against his, his former team. But, yeah, I that was just one of the all-time worst performance by this hockey team. And and change needs to happen. In-game adjustments need to happen. Or it's not going to get any better. We're going to have these up-and-down performances where the Lightning are going to beat up on on the low-level teams – and rightfully so, they should win those games, and then have to squeak ones out against the mid-level teams. And if that's the case, guess what? The Lightning are going to make the playoffs. Because guess what? If you're just squeaking wins out and points out out of mid-level teams, guess what? The chances of you beating beating the top teams in the league, like an Edmonton Oilers with with one of the best one-two punches in the league with dry and on McDavid, if you're playing like that, Not only are you going to get embarrassed, but you're not going to win those games. So wrapping things up here on the show. uh, Yeah, just going to end the show on a good note. Braden Point, what a phenomenal goal last night. Listen, I've I've watched over a thousand hockey games in my life. I've never seen a player skate up the ice like that with that speed. And get a one-touch pass like that, and that is the perfect combination of talent, uh, puck handling, skill, uh, vision, ice, ice uh, vision. You know, all of all of the boxes that you could check off when you're evaluating a player offensively. Two players actually, and and that's what he got there. These guys, but I feel like, and and I know I said I was going to end the 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 show on a good note, but that was the game tying goal. I mean, and we spoke. I mean, this the, the I could spend, and maybe I'll talk about this on the next episode, because uh, I, I do want to start ramping these up a little bit more. Um, I, I do want to start putting out maybe maybe two a day, um, here and there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just follow. That was there was no ifs ands or buts. I think that was the perfect goal for the perfect situation, given that. Uh Stamco scores a goal to tie it up. I mean, Kalorn scores a goal to tie it up on basically, listen, like at that point in the game, the way the Lightning were playing, they did not deserve to even be remotely close to having the lead or having a chance at the lead. Uh, but Kalorn scores after cleaning up the pocket down front. And then Vasilevsky completely disappears, has no idea. And, and I've spoken about this. I'm not going to get into this. Um I've, I, it is very well documented on the show uh, how unaware at some points in the game Vasilevsky is, and and how you know they 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 said on the broadcast uh, that Vasilevsky was a good puck handler. He's not. He's not. Yeah, just so he just because he could pass the puck and and clear it and and all that, that doesn't mean he's good with the puck. Uh, when when he is constantly, and, and I'm you know, I it, it has resulted in goals in the past. This isn't the first time that this has happened where he has turned over the puck and and kind of just had an absolute mental lapse behind the net. And it resulted in a goal. I mean, this was probably one of the worst ones I've seen in a while from him. Uh, Claude Giroux. And then that leads up to the point goal. And I have to say, um, I would have been shocked. Um, I was shocked then. I would, I was very shocked by this goal, but it was the thing that the team needed. um, After, what happened and then you know that five on three uh just not doing literally anything on that and then on top of all of that the senators having as little shots as they did um brayden point you know showing showing that clutch factor and yeah that was his i believe that was his fourth goal of the year i'm excuse me his fifth goal of the year and that's f- phenomenal and it did come on on the five on five which which is strange to me and, and it seems though and, and I'll look at the numbers uh, and I'll calculate them and put them together but I uh, I feel like this team scores more power play goals which kind of inflates their numbers because they're so bad really if you look at if you dissect every single power play the lightning are not a good power play team the percentage is very misleading um, but yeah I, I just want to see more five on five with this team I think this team is is i need to see more goals out of them um five on five I need to see more more power i need to see more of everything from this team I really do because it like i said you know it seems as though the lightning pick and choose when they want to turn it on and I have an issue with that and you saw that as clear as day if you didn't see it before you saw it as clear as day last night. Uh, it seems as though they only get things going when their backs against the wall, and yeah, they lured almost you. One could say they lured, they kind of lured uh, Ottawa into you know some some false confidence there by playing as badly as they did, and and then eventually snatching the lead from them. But against a better team, against a team that is also very experienced, you know, a team like a Hurricanes. That's the Lightning will be coming up against tomorrow night. A team like Edmonton, uh, a team like a Calgary and Dallas, a team like a Boston, St. Louis, mm-hmm. those teams aren't going to let you get away with that. And the Lightning need, you know, basically they need to pick up as many points as they can because they're playing a ton of home games this month. And that's where you got to, they got to start to build some sort of momentum. And we have yet to see that from this team. Uh, right now, if I had to rate them, given ev- not even looking at their record, uh, you know, six and four is very misleading. And and if you just base more, if if you just looked at the performances at certain times, especially last night, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say that this team is in. I would I would rate them 20, 20 out of thirty two, and I don't think that's a harsh assessment of this hockey team. So hopefully we get a better, better performance, a better performance out of the gate, especially from this hockey team, as they will take on the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow night. Excuse me, at home, another team who I told you who, you know, they they're what they may lack in in a big big time scorer. Uh, Yeah, they do have Sveshnikov, but they're a team that plays smart and plays for the most part the right way. So we'll see uh, what kind of what lightning team we get. Do we get Doctor Jekyll or will we get Mister Hyde tonight, uh, tomorrow night against the Hurricanes? And we'll be talking about that as things unfold. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a segment, um, releasing a podcast during the second period or at some point during the game, talking about the game thus far, and then a post game recap pod afterwards. So, as always, please subscribe to the pod. uh, So. If, you know, once we move along with that, there'll be news dropping about that, as well as, you know, stuff on YouTube. Uh, we'll do little shorts here and there. So make sure to hit that notification bell as well on any platform that you are listening or watching us to. So that's been it for this episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.